1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. In a decade of hunting, this has never, ever happened. I want you to take a moment and think about that. Take a guess. Write it down in the comments section, in the chat box. If you're listening to the podcast later, just think about it in your head. What do you think, 10 years of hunting, this has never happened, and it happened this season? While you're thinking about that and waiting for the show to begin, welcome. Today we have a really exciting live show planned. We're gonna be talking about hunting season, sharing some stories, some failures, some successes. I know you're gonna enjoy today's show. If you could hit the thumbs up button, that lets people know you enjoy this show, help spread the show. Speaking of helping us spread news about this show, if you click the share button, copy that, and just paste it to your favorite social media platform, there's enough time right now before the show actually begins for you to go and share that somewhere. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, it helps us get this show out to more people, which is always a good thing. And this show in particular, hunting, will not get out to as many people because, let's be honest, hunting stuff on YouTube, YouTube doesn't like to promote stuff like hunting and fishing. And uh, the more and more things change here on YouTube, homesteading in general. So if you could help us out by just sharing it, thumbs up, copy that link, tell others about our show, we'd really appreciate it. Now, what happened this hunting season that has never happened before? Did we get a deer? Some of you guessed on Instagram that we tagged out. That means we got all our tags filled for deer, uh, multiple doe tags, buck tag. Others of you guessed that I didn't get a deer for the first time in a decade. Actually, that happened last year because I got COVID during rifle season and, well, I missed the whole entire rifle season. But, are those guesses correct? Let's find out in today's show. Let's talk hunting season stories. <laughs> I'm reading in the chat box. Joyce says her guess for what happened for the first time. You kept your kill as a pet. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions how that would work. Welcome everybody to today's show. As you can tell, I'm super excited. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite things, hunting season. We had a really exciting hunting season. A lot happened to catch you up on. And we have a lot to catch you up on because we were going to kind of do a lot more of these episodes and then something happened, which we'll also talk about today. So lots to get into. Thank you for joining. We have 50 people already in the chat. Don't forget that thumbs up really helps us out. And I'm reading all your answers, all the guesses. And I don't think anyone's guessed right yet. 
but I got to keep looking. We got a uh, guest with us. Whenever we talk hunting, fishing, the outdoors, we like to bring this guy on. He's with us today like he was, uh, wow, back in October when we did our last episode focused on hunting. Uncle Bourbon, welcome back to the show. Good to be here. So uh, you got a little bit of a tan there, Uncle Bourbon. I don't think you got that from the woods in uh, uh, or tree stand in January. Where were you? I did not. <laughs> I unfortunately, uh, you know, had to come back from Costa Rica. So just the other day, just so we could do the show, you know. That's he flew back. Even though we do the show over Zoom, he flew back to Connecticut so we could do it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it'd be wrong wearing board shorts, you know. Yeah, didn't that, have a flannel. Yeah, especially you see, I got my beanie, my hoodie on. It's cold in the studio. We don't keep it at a, you know comfortable temperature we keep it at like the barn temperature so it is live from the barn show we were going to be doing a lot more of these hunting episodes during the fall and then i all you know you make plans and then things happen right we had this crazy thing happen on the homestead and uncle bourbon knows because i was texting him every week saying hey no show this week i'm not hunting this week i can't get out this week we had a weird power incident our well house, the line that ran to the well house started to fritz. And we had to basically dig up the power line on the farm. We actually made a video on the channel where we showed a little bit about what we were up to. But it ate into a huge part of our hunting season. It knocked out some of the prime hunting days. And I was not in any mood to talk about hunting because I was busy working, digging trenches and uh, not hunting. But we did manage to get out there. And last time we talked about our, our time in the field, we left you with opening day. Me and my daughter had gone out and we had seen some deer at the end of the morning, but no action. Uncle Bourbon, things got a lot more exciting. Besides trenching that power line? B besides being worried about the power line and getting electrocuted. <laughs> Pretty much right out the gate, we started to have some really good action in the field. And, you know, we had been... You know, coming into the fall, we had been pre preparing our spots. We put up the blind. We talked about that in the last hunting episode. Uh, we had our locations for our tree stands prepped and ready. And I took my girls out for a really nice afternoon sit, our very first cold front that came through. We had a really good cold front move through yesterday. A lot of wind, a lot of rain. So we're going to sneak into the blind this afternoon. My daughter's hunting. My other daughter's coming along to hang out and have fun hunting. And uh, we're going to have a really good evening. I feel like we're going to see some deer. At least see. Yeah. Okay. We made it out to the blind. The only thing we spooked on the way in was the horses in the field. So... Hopefully, there's going to be some deer in maybe an hour or so here. We're going to have some snacks and wait. This is an edited video, but... Those, those does went 
and sat, they actually bedded down in front of the blind. Have you ever had that happen before? A deer bed down in front of you while you're out hunting? Yeah. Talk about something that'll drive you crazy, right? Because you're like trying yeah. to not move, trying to not make a sound. And I had not one, but two kids with me. And um, my middle daughter, uh, she was being a little noisy. You know, she's uh, still yeah. pretty young and she's not sitting good. there eating snacks. And I was going, hey, quiet down, quiet down. They were out in front of us for like an hour and a half. They bedded down in the brush. I mean, the whole time, just like, and you're on the whole time. Like, okay, any moment now. And I kept saying that to her, hey, stay ready, stay alert, stay focused. an awesome hunt so like an hour and a half there were does in front of us yeah two might have been maybe two young bucks maybe. or two young does i couldn't tell it looked like young does yeah and uh, mm. oh man we almost got a shot yeah i just wasn't so sure about the shot because yeah. there was brush it was like a flock of turkeys over to the side roosting in the trees and it spooked the deer and it actually spooked them kind of towards our blind. It was yeah. almost perfect. And when they got near the blind, they kind of saw us. We were trying to get you a shot. And yeah, they saw we us, ran off. And they actually ran off once, but then they came back. Yeah, we almost got a shot. And then they finally ran off for good. <laughs> so I was really proud of you because you had a shot. You could have pulled the trigger. I would have thought it was a good shot but you weren't confident because there was a lot of brush. Yeah. And you decided, no, I'm not gonna take it. And that's, you never regret a shot you don't take. Sometimes you regret shots you do take. Unless you always make good decisions like you did tonight. Yeah. So, it's proud of you. Plus, we would have had to be gutting a deer right now. <laughs> You're not too worried, too sad about that? <laughs> yeah. I do like shooting them in the morning more because then you have all day to do it. Yeah. I don't mind not getting one in an evening hunt. It's gotta be a real big buck to get him in the evening for me. It has to be a nice buck. Yeah. So, it was awesome hunt though. And now uh, we're ready for the next one. So, see how it goes. Yeah. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Altacovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. 
Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com So I've been hunting with my oldest two. Oh man, well, you know, Uncle Bourbon, I've been bringing them out in the woods since, goodness, they could practically... I have a memory of my oldest son. I took him out to hang a tree stand and he was probably two years old. And I was walking through the woods with him following me and I found a tree that I wanted to hang it in. So I did all the screwing steps and I got the screwing steps, you know, to the height that I wanted and I climbed down and he's just hanging out around the base of the tree with me in the woods. And then I went to grab the tree stand and I turned back and he was gone. I was like, oh man, I just lost my kid. (laughs) Kendra's going to kill me. And I look up and he had climbed the screwing steps to like just over the height of my head where I didn't see him when I looked around. So they've been coming out in the woods with me, you know, since forever. The last two years, they've actually been in the mentored youth program, which Pennsylvania has an awesome program where you can take pretty much a kid of any age that you think is mature enough, ready to be the hunter as long as you carry the weapon through the woods get everything set up get everything ready and then basically you you hand them the weapon when it's time to make a shot uh you know so you're mentoring them you're teaching them every step of the way they can go out and they can hunt and we've been taking advantage of this for the last couple of years and i gotta say that was one of my proudest moments uh, because my daughter there, she's she loves hunting. She's been practicing with her crossbow. Uh, she likes the archery. Uh, she likes doing the crossbow, and she's you know been shooting 20 yards and then shooting out to 30 yards, shooting really good bullseyes. We got everything dialed in, and you know how much work and time and effort you put into this to get to that point. And she's put in the time. She's put in the effort. She's done all that work to have those deer come out in front of that blind and we're watching in an edited video that was i think my daughter said on the camera they were out there in front of us for like an hour you know when you're sitting there same yeah right you're watching them and and they started off at i think i ranged them when they stepped into the field they were 65 yards and at the end of that little clip there you see they those both those does actually came to like 20 yards broadside. Now, something I didn't think about, you know, I've been hunting a decade now. I'm not thinking about it like a first time archer, first, or not first time, she's already got her own deer, but this would have been the second one she ever got. Uh, you know, totally wanting a clear shot. There was some brush, there was some, basically there was some grass. And while you could still see the outline of the deer, you could still identify everything, it did mess up the visual. And there's my daughter. She has a shot. In my mind, I'm thinking this is a good shot. I'm letting her know, hey, when it turns broadside, you can take it. But she couldn't see it perfectly clear from where she was through that grass. And she decided to make a really mature call and not take the shot. And I was so proud. 
I'm so proud because it's a big thing. There's a lot of excitement and a lot of work there. Uh, but for her to be mature enough to say, you know what, I'm not comfortable with the shot and decide not to, that was awesome. So. Yeah, super impressive, really. Yeah. But that goes back to the good mentor program, you know, being able to, you know, give them the confidence that you're going to see another deer or. Oh, yeah. You know, all the years of being out there with you just groomed it right for that moment. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the one of the things I love about how things are handled here in PA, not having the age limit. Because, you know, you know, I got a I got a whole pile of kids and they kind of have a spectrum of uh, where they are in their actual number and then where they are you know yeah, mentally what where their age you is mean kind of like you and i anyway so right <laughs> well let everybody in the comments guess who's actually older <laughs> <laughs> but uh just getting her out there getting to see that and uh, see the self-control and that's something that both of my kids have made me proud over this season uh we're not going to talk much about pheasant hunting today but i'll just throw it in there me and my son went out for a couple days and we had a lot of pheasants flush and with the mentorship program it's a little tricky because the way it works i got to hold the gun he has a lot of a lot of lag in the shot opportunity and yeah just constantly having to make that choice of do i take the shot am i comfortable with it and not just doing it because oh man there it is i got to take it but like having the self-control to say no i'm not comfortable with the shot i'll wait for the next one i think it's one of the best things hunting teaches kids if you if you do that mentorship properly you get it in their mind you know what you, I always remember the saying, I said it last time, I'll say it again. Uh, you know, you never regret a shot you didn't take, but sometimes you regret the shots that you do take. So, yeah, it was, a, it was an exciting hunt. It wasn't our only close call. Uh, we had one buck in particular that we had been monitoring, and we actually had named this buck. He showed up on the game cameras. Moultrie has been hooking us up with game cameras for the last couple of years. And so we have a lot of nice Moultrie game cameras around the property. And I got to say, I've been running their, their latest line of cameras. I hung these Moultrie cameras last season. And I got at the end of the season, like I usually do, I get distracted. We wound up getting COVID and I never went out there and I never brought the cameras back in. Those Moultrie cameras, one set of batteries, were taking pictures from the time I got COVID, December last year, through spring into summertime. We had velvet bucks showing up on camera from the same set of batteries. But this one buck we started watching on this new location that we started hunting, we actually put in a water hole, and uh, this buck started showing up. Really nice, big, tall eight-pointer. Uh, we The kids... Uh, we're watching a show at the time. I don't know if you've ever seen, you, you know, uh, Madagascar. Yeah. So, you know, King Julian, the dancing little, uh, what is he? Uh, a lemur, the dancing lemur, King Julian. We started calling this buck King Julian and he started showing up on the cameras in daylight. He was coming in, getting a drink, coming into the rut. And that's just about the time period where we had this stupid power issue on the farm and every year for the rut, which if you're newer to hunting, the rut is basically the period of time where the bucks are ready to breed and then the does start actually being ready to be bred. And so the activity of bucks and does in the woods just gets crazy. There's so much more activity because it's breeding season. Well, I usually take like a week off to hunt the rut and I take my kids out for that whole week. We go out in the morning, one of them, and in the evening, the other one. Well, that's exactly when the power outage happened and we're digging up the trench at the property and just opening everything up. But 
I still was trying to squeeze in a couple hunts around this, this trenching project. And so one day after we had worked, we'd been digging in the trench. Again, this was a day I would have had off and I would have been out there with my son at noon. It was like 3.30, I was like, quick, get dressed. We're gonna go out, we're gonna get in the blind and see if we can't get in there before the deer show up. Well, we were not fast enough. Come here, boys. All right, we got, got a nice afternoon. I'm gonna slip out into the blind with my boys. My oldest son's hunting tonight. My middle son is coming for his first, uh, first archery hunt ever. Here's a little tip for you. When you bring kids hunting, kids are stinky. <laughs> As in, the deer will be able to smell that. My kids aren't normally stinky. But this little stuff, this is something that we use, scent elimination spray. It doesn't eliminate all our scent. What it does is it dampens our scent. So as we're walking in, you know, if my son there smells like uh, M&Ms or I think there was some Doritos in that bag, this will help mask that scent, get us into the blind nice and scent free, and hopefully give us a chance of tricking some deer tonight. You ready? Close your eyes. Okay, turn around, lift up your boots. One boot, other boot. Nice job. All right, Bubba, your turn. Let's whisper. Turn around. Lift a boot. Other boot. As we were crawling up to the, you know, the yeah. blind there, there's a water hole 20 yards. And when I first peeked up over, I wasn't crawling at the time, I was just walking in, and I peeked up over the bank that we have there, he was drinking from the water hole. Mm. We tried to crawl to him. And you can see in the video, there's a little berm. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, you can go and watch the vlog. I'm gonna upload all these clips as a vlog later. So if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast and you just wanna see the clips that we've shared today, you can watch the vlog version. Uh, there's a berm and we're crawling along it. And you know, again, it's an edited video. You don't see everything that happened. We both, we all were crawling along that berm trying to do a spot and stalk, trying to sneak up to him. And about halfway through, you can see the buck starting to leave. And I thought, all right, he's gone. So I went back and I grabbed the camera, which is on the tripod. And my kids, when we go hunting, the snack bag, Uncle Bourbon, you've been fishing with us, you know. The snacks are like, we forget the tackle box, but we have a bag of snacks. <laughs> I was going to say, there's snacks and cameras. Anything else? <laughs> the gear, about. forget about it. <laughs> So we had, you know, a bag of like this big of M&Ms and my camera gear and I had the crossbow on my back or yeah, it was right, a crossbow season, the crossbow on my back and we're crawling in and my two sons got way ahead of me. So I went back and I grabbed the stuff and I just stood up and I started walking back and my oldest son whose hunt it was, was going, get down, get down. And I just, I didn't listen to him. I thought, oh, I already saw the buck run off. It's gone. And I should have, because sure enough, it had run off, but it had only run off probably 
75 yards away from the blind. Would we have ever been able to call it back? Probably not. But when I walked over to the blind, he took off for good. And actually, we no longer got photos of him on the camera there. So I definitely botched that one. And my son, he was like, why didn't you listen to me? I told you to get down. And I didn't have a good answer. I was just like, I thought I knew better. So that was one of those, like, you know, my kids are showing me through these years of mentorship out in the field. They're becoming good little hunters. Oh, man. We got here and the big buck was right in the plot. And we tried to get into this blind without spooking them. And I thought they were gone. And my son said, get down. And I didn't listen. And I spooked that big buck. I am so bummed about that, but maybe there's a chance they'll come back. We didn't spook anything too hard. Daddy, you said Nathan kind of spooked on when you when I said. Ah, yay, yay. I wanted to get out here earlier today. I'm so mad. This stupid digging project has got me all tied up. He was right in front of this blind. We would have been sitting here, he would have been at the water hole getting a drink, and oh, now they're all running and hiding. Oh my goodness. I was worried we were getting out here too late. Oh man. I'm sorry, bud. been like an hour we're sitting here and I'm still like just in total just disbelief and bummed out. Archery hunting is already so hard and trying to get a buck for your kid like helping him fill his buck tag it's all so hard and for 95% of everything that needs to happen to happen like during legal light, on a day that we decide to hunt, in front of the very blind we were coming to, at the very water hole we need the deer to come get a drink from. Like, everything was perfect, except for we were just here, like an hour too late. And I would have been here, but this stupid project on the farm, this electric line that blew this week of all weeks, has me working long days at the farm, longer than I would this week. Normally I'd take the whole week off and just hunt with the kids. I'm sitting here like, I just keep saying, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe it all worked perfect. And we weren't here for it. It's pretty much what happens every day. I'm like so frustrated. How are you feeling? Good. Glad my, uh, my son took it a lot better than I did. <laughs> I'm like, oh, how you doing, buddy? Good. Oh, man, somebody said in the chat box, I think it was, uh, let's see, Green Acre. Was it Green Acre? Yes. The joys of archery season. That's it. The buck would have been on the grill already if it were rifle season. Have to love the joys of archery. Right? How many times, Uncle Bourbon, have you watched the deer you're out there for, or a nice doe, or anything, go buy it, 
40, 50 yards, and you're just like, well, maybe for you it would have been 50 or 60 yards. <laughs> Depends on which arrow I had in the quiver at that moment. <laughs> we had that yeah. a lot. Oh, man, this season, a lot of close calls, but that one was the one that, because so many things were so close. It almost worked. Yeah. So many variables lined up. Oh, man, it still gets me. But, you know, remember... He wanted to be on a stalking hunt all the time. He should have just sent him in, right? Right? He wanted to do a spot and stalk. In his defense, or in your defense, I should say, he wasn't out there digging the electric trench and <laughs> super stressed about that, I'm sure. So, but uh, he's, in, he's in the control room right now saying, actually, I was. I was out in the trench working. <laughs> well, I, believe, I, believe he was, I believe he was working. I don't doubt that. But he didn't have the stress I have in the That's get it. it. Done That's it. My stuff. mind was on the trench, man. It wasn't on yeah. the, the deer there. He, his mind was on King Julian, and your mind was on the trench. That's it. Yep, the trench. And we got in the blind that night, and we sat in that blind for probably another hour. I was pretty mopey for another hour or so. And then we decided, you know what, let's change. We actually jumped out of the blind, went to a different property, and uh, we hunted. We saw another couple bucks that night. It was a really, really good archery rut. We actually saw so many different deer. We just never had any close calls. And you know, with archery season, it really is. You can be sitting there at 60 yards watching deer go by. And, you know, you're close but no cigar. That's the way archery season ended for us. We wound up having a couple close calls. My daughter got to see a few more deer in the field. My son got to have a couple. We actually had another morning where we saw a lot of bucks at that same spot. Different bucks, really nice, good ones. Uh, and if anyone's unfamiliar with the way Pennsylvania works, you get specific tags. You get a buck tag and you get doe tags. And so we actually, you can't use your buck tag on a doe unless you do it with flintlock, which we don't hunt flintlock. Uh, so we actually try to fill our buck tags, and uh, in PA you have a legal, you have to have three tines on one side, and then we have our doe tags. And what we generally try to do to maximize our harvest is we try to fill the buck tags first because they're harder to fill, and then coming into rifle season, when it's easier to you know, actually get a deer in the first place, that's when we start saying, all right, now whatever we get a shot at, if it's a doe, if it's a buck, if it's legal, and it's, you know, doesn't have spots, we're going to take it. Uh, so we came out of archery season, and actually we took a little bit of time with what we had seen and learned uh, from observing the deer this season. Every year things change a little bit. And we made a few calls, we moved a few stands, and uh, we actually uh, wound up putting up a couple new stands. All right, so archery season, I don't want to call it a failure. Getting out hunting with your kids is never a failure but we didn't kill any deer. We did learn a lot about how the deer are moving through the property and gun season is just a couple days away. So today, my son and I are out here where we noticed a lot of the deer are entering one of the fields on the farm. We're actually gonna hang a brand new tree stand. Summit was kind enough to send us a new tree stand this year. It's one of their newer models. It's a really lightweight model. It's got some backpack straps so we can throw it on and hike back here. Uh, you'll see me putting it up. This thing is really, really a nice lightweight stand. It's also got sound dampening technology. So when my son's sitting on it and he's tapping his feet on the thing because he can't help it, he's excited, it won't be as noisy. Super cool stand. Let me pull it out here. This is the Summit dual access stand. So we're gonna go hang this dual access, throw my shoulder straps on, 
grab our tree ladder. Some it's got this really nice, thin, small, uh, easy to hide tree ladder. And while it's small and easy for me to put up, it also has really nice, good, solid grips for us to step on when we're getting up in that tree. So let's go hang a stand. We got the dual axis up. I really, really like Summit's tree ladder there. It's easy to get up. It hides really nicely along that tree. It doesn't stand out too much, but it feels really secure. It's got two ratchet straps and big, wide platform to step on. I got big feet, that's important. So, good setup there. We got a little branch there blocking us. This would be a really good archery spot and gun spot, which I try to do every time I pick a spot for a tree stand. I try to find a path. The deer are traveling right here, over there, and over there. But there's also really good visibility here down the hill a long ways, where the corner of the field is, I can see. So this stand will be good during archery. It'll be good during gun. If I like the location, I'll add a secondary spot to it so I can bring my kids out here. For now, this will be just a spot for me to come sneak out to. But uh, if we like it, we'll add a kid seat to it. And uh, we'll have a nice nice hunting spot here. I'm really looking forward to gun season. We gotta get some venison. So let's get out of the woods, let the deer get used to this. Hopefully in a few days we got a deer down. It's funny, um, reading through the chats right now, and uh, Dakota mentioned that she's seen on her property some of the stands that the previous owner built. And that's actually something I always love. There's, there's a coffee table book uh, Meat Eater puts out that's like crazy deer, redneck deer stands or something like that. Uh, but one thing I love, whenever you get to a new property or a new hunting location and you're scouting, how many times do you find, you, you find a spot and you're like, I like this, the trail's aligned, this feels right, there's the feed, and you like look up in a tree and there's an old, one of those old death stands there that are like half fallen down. <laughs> you're almost worried you're going to find bones at the bottom. <laughs> this spot, uh, you probably recognize it, Uncle Bourbon. It's up on the third field, the higher field up on the property. Um, and sure enough, the tree that we hung that in, about maybe 20 or 30 yards from it, old ladder stand made out of wood, fallen down at the base of a tree. Um, you know, probably been there. I mean, I've been hunting this property. It's before me. So I've been there for more than a decade. So thought it was going to be the money spot. Didn't turn out to be, which we'll, we'll see in a minute. But um, the body fell out of that stand, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's long ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Green Acres uh, said they built a five-star enclosed stand with an open archery plank in 2020, and it came down in a windstorm. Oh, man, that would be heartbreaking. Yep. And they say uh, they made a video on their channel. So, guys, let's give a shout-out. Green Acres got a channel. Go check them out. Of course, the Mindful Homestead's here today modding. Jack has an awesome channel. Check out what Jack's up to. Karen's modding for us today. Check out what she's doing. Um, Karen, you can share a link to your site and your email list. You're going to learn a lot about cows and grazing. And I know Karen's excited because next week our live show is all about uh, building – your fence for specifically for grazing cows. So guys, stay tuned for that one. Uh, we had Simon Says Farm in the chat. Go check out their channel. Uh, the grandparents made it to the show today. 
the kids are excited about their super chats from uh, their grandparents there. So thank you everybody who's joined us today so far. If you have any hunting questions, Uncle Bourbon's here. Fishing questions are welcome too. Uh, we will be taking a little bit at the end there. And uh, But of course, we got to show you the success because so yeah. far we've been out there. We've been hitting the woods hard. We've been up in the tree stand for just days and days. And then we had that project that messed up the rut hunt a little bit. And we went out and did some, you know, tree stand hanging with our summit stands and our, we moved some of our cameras around, um, which by the way, guys, summit is having a really good sale right now, Moultrie and summit. So if you're looking for tree stands or game cameras, we love our summits. We love our camera, our Moultrie cams, check out the sales they're having right now. We all, you know how it is, all the hard work, all the time you invest, it feels like it's never going to happen, right? And then it does. Not how you expect it, not where you think it's going to work. Well, rifle season came in. It actually was a pretty slow start. We didn't have a very exciting beginning to rifle season. We were a couple of days in and just feeling like this is just never going to happen. We're going to have no venison this year. And then this happened. We're driving into our hunting spot this morning and we got some deer like right on the driveway of the property. So we're gonna to try to put a stock on. It's gonna be a little tricky, but uh, this guy still hasn't got a deer and there's like three right there and it's five minutes to legal light. So let's see if we can make something happen. Okay. Do you see that one big tree closest to us? Yeah. There's a white tail sticking up. Look through the scope. They're walking down there. Do you see it? No. There's a giant tree that splits like a Y. <laughs> The next tree to the right of it, down at the base, is a deer looking right at us. It's a long shot. You see the deer? Do you feel confident in that shot? Yeah. I see her. Okay. If you feel confident, squeeze off the shot. Got one. Yeah, we did. Oh man, that worked out awesome, bud. All season long, he's been saying he wanted to do a spot and stock hunt. And I kept saying, what? It's yeah. really hard. I don't know. I don't think we're going to be able to. Well, we just did. We're going to go find our deer and then we'll tell you the story. Let's go. Oh man, after this season, so many like disappointments, close calls. Oh man, that's awesome. This is gonna be some awesome venison. How do you feel? Good. Good. Let's go find her. So here's the white tree. You know, you just wanna look for like big white splotches, white patches. Is that it? Yeah, buddy. Let's go see. I 
beautiful. Beautiful. What a beautiful deer. Wow. What a beauty. Beautiful doe. Beautiful. How do you feel? That's a lot of hard work this year into that deer. Sure is a nice doe, nice my goodness. Beautiful, beautiful job. We went to find what we thought was his deer. There it is, and I was taking a picture of him with the deer, and we heard in the brush just 10 feet from us something, and we were like, what's that? We go over there, and there's his deer. That's your deer. Dude, all on your own. What? What? Wow. What a twist. I was watching the wrong deer. You got your own deer, bud. Wow. I shot the one on the other side of the Y tree that you Yeah. Said. Oh man, wow. This is crazy. I'm so glad we heard it. We would have never known. We just each got our doe this morning. I've never had a double. That's a first, buddy. That's a bigger deer, too. Mm -hmm. That a boy. I get the bragging right. Yeah. <laughs> Driving in this morning, we're going to a field to hunt, and we see a whole group of does on the hillside next to the road. Not, not the, the driveway, I should say, not the road. We weren't near the road. And so he spotted them. Mm -hmm. He said, deer, deer. So we pull off, and there's only like 10 minutes till legal light. So we were like, you know what? Let's hunt these deer. They're on the hillside by our driveway. We can sneak around, get a shot. Uh, we're up there and we spook them. They go running off. So they all come running out of the gully. So we get ready and it's a far shot, man. Proud of you, that's a hundred yard plus shot. We set up and he's having a hard time seeing them but the sun gets higher and higher in the sky and it gets brighter and then he sees them. And so then I see the one deer like by on the other side of the tree and I take a shot at it and the one shot, it takes it, it gets the de this deer, but then I still think it's a different one because in the shot I like get I like get switched on another deer and I'm still see I still see that one deer standing there. So he takes a shot at this deer, but none of the deer go running because we're far away. The sound isn't that loud. I'm watching through the binos, the wrong deer. <clears throat> the shot goes off, you know, I, I readjust. Okay, where's the deer? And I see it and I think, oh, he hit it, but it's not down. So I say, here, give me the gun. I'll take a shot. I grab the gun and <clears throat> take a shot and drop a deer. And I'm thinking, okay, I just dropped his deer. We just came down here to get it. We're taking photos and all of a sudden we hear a rustling over here. His deer was a different deer. I was watching the wrong deer. He got a deer all on his own. I got a deer and thank goodness we have lots of doe tags. Otherwise we'd be in trouble this morning. <laughs> Dude, I'm so proud of you. That was a long shot for a little guy and you've been practicing, you're shooting. You've been hunting really hard, and you got your own deer all on your own. And the heart is still good. And the heart is still good. It's gonna be great. We're gonna feed mommy. We're gonna feed your you family. Can, we can give a deer to grandma. Give a deer to your grandparents. Yep, this is wonderful. We got a really great harvest. Awesome, awesome day. We've been hunting so hard this season, and uh, it's 
been very frustrating at times. We've had a lot of close calls. Today, you and me both, we doubled up. That's awesome. I love it. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Awesome end to this, this season. Double. Right? Can you believe that? No, I can't. It was a really exciting morning, and the way that one happened was just... <laughs> Just crazy. The fact that I'm watching through the binos and I'm watching the deer I think he's on and he takes the shot and then I'm out here, give me the gun, I got to finish it off. Meanwhile, he'd made a great shot. His deer ran probably 10 yards and, and dropped. Never doubled up. So that's what we were excited about to share this morning. Never ever in a decade of hunting have had a morning where we doubled. We've had last year... Uh, two years ago, I got a big old buck. It, you know, if you're familiar with venison, you know the best eaten deer in the woods are does. You know, younger does, you can't beat them for, for just good quality. And it's been a couple of years since we had a nice young doe in the freezer. And these two were just awesome table fare. I saw a couple of people in the chat box mentioning they're, they've never hunted before, but they'd like to try. Uh, somebody mentioned they were taking their hunter safety course this year. Uh, it is an awesome way to put awesome quality meat on your table. We've been feeding our family venison for a decade now. And how cool this, I was just so proud today to be able to show my, my kids, they're helping in a legitimate, real way. They're helping to feed their family, their siblings, their parents, they're sharing it with grandparents. Uh, how awesome is it? You know, how many times do our kids get to do something so special like put me on the table? Uh, so just, it was a great season, man. It was a great That's season. Awesome. Uh, thank you all for joining us in the live chat today. Um, Jack said, so cool to double. I'm waiting for that day with Emma. Man, it is special, Jack, mm -hmm. when you get those kids out there in the field and you get to spend time with them and just see it all come together. Just, it's awesome. Uh, so thank you everybody for uh, getting out there. Uh, being here in the chat today, joining in the show. Uh, it's I actually was really looking forward to the live show today. We've been getting a lot of questions because we took a little time off when the baby was born. Everybody is dying to see the baby. Everybody's dying to hear from Kay again. She's still on her maternity leave, but it, it will be over soon. We will see Kay back on the show not too long, and you'll get to see more and uh, learn more about the baby and all that. So that's coming. Well, thank you everybody for joining us for the live show. Uh, like I said, next week we got plans to talk. We got a, a live show all about planning your fencing for rotational grazing. So if you want to join us for that, that's going to be Saturday or Friday. We're actually going to do that one Friday night, about 6 p.m. We're hoping to be able to get people coming home from work. Uh, maybe you know people 
finishing up work. So Friday at 6 p.m. Uh, is when we're going to do that show. And if you can join us for that, I know you're going to like it. Rotational grazing and uh, a lot more good videos to come. We had an awesome turnout today. Tons of people live. Really great to have you all. Thanks for joining us. Uncle Bourbon, it's always great to have you. Uh, thanks for joining us today. All right, everybody. Thank you. We'll see you all next week.